I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Aries. So new moon is 11 degrees Aries, conjuncting Chiron at 12 and Mercury at 9. I'm going to talk specifically about this new moon in a second. We're going to reverse engineer it. I want to talk about where Aries ruler Mars is now. What is Mars doing? We'll come back to the new moon. Right now, Mars is in uh, <clears throat> Mars is in Aquarius. It goes Mars 19, Saturn 22, Venus 25. That has been we're going that has been where we are now from a process that began mid-November. Mid-November, Venus started going into her retrograde cycle around Pluto in Capricorn. And uh, she's been under a lot of pressure since then. She came out of being under a lot of pressure on the 28th. So we've only, she's only been out for a few days. Here's what happened. Venus went into a retrograde cycle around Pluto. Capricorn was saying to Venus, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? Venus is a receiver. She's the ruler of both Taurus and Libra. Venus receives. Venus has a way of saying, I want what's best. And Capricorn was saying to Venus, the feminine, that is a non-answer. What do you want for yourself? And so she had to figure out what she wanted. What do you want? Mars caught up to her. Mars overtook her, then Venus overtook Mars. And they crossed over Pluto together. They went into Aquarius together. And for a stretch, Venus was in between Mars and Saturn. Those are tough. Mars and Saturn are both really, they're malefics. And so Venus in between, it's, it's, it's called being under besiegement. She was in between. And the entire point of that process was trying to get us to understand that we need the feminine intention of receiving to lead ahead of the masculine's action. Because if we reverse it, if we have just action, ego-based action leading, then Venus ends up receiving just whatever fallout comes from that. There's no intentional direction of of action on, on, on the result you actually want to receive. Right? So... So on the 28th, Venus crossed Saturn. And in my opinion, Saturn was saying to Venus, don't you forget, don't forget, receiving leads, not ego-based action with no direction. Don't forget. And then last few days, she's been making a break for it. She's getting out of there. Finally, the feminine is getting relief. Mars is still behind. Mars is behind Saturn. And I mean, the way that I see it is Saturn is holding Mars by the forehead and saying, not yet, <laughs> not yet. And, and Venus is, is pulling ahead. This is a formula. This is an instruction on how we change the energy of how we're experiencing life. If you've been following me for a while, we've been talking for months and months and months 
about going to a different frequency and holding that note and letting life change, going into a higher quality of life because you are raising the frequency that you live in. That sounds wonderful. Sure. Great idea. And we've talked a lot about how that will be a splitting of worlds. People who are willing to change and go into a new way. And then people who just aren't, they're not willing to change anything. Like better the devil you know, or I'm going to keep doing what I've always done because at least I know what's happening. People who are making an active decision not to change anything, to stay where you've always been. That feeling of, of, of not wanting to change because the unknown is too scary. That leads to an experience of being stuck, of repeating patterns, of being stuck in loops of suffering. If you have actively been ending patterns, <clears throat> getting outside your comfort zone, walking into the unknown, doing things differently, then there can be some anxiety because the unknown is, by definition, we don't know what's in here. <laughs> and where it takes concentration to go into the unknown with discovery and try not to fall into fear. But it is change. It's, a, it's an evolution. And I think at times a lot of people have been doing some combination of both in some areas of life, <clears throat> being willing to evolve and grow. And in other areas, it's like, I don't, I don't even know what kind of action to take to change this. I don't know how to get out of this. So at this point, we have specific instructions, a formula on how to change your experience. And that's to let Venus lead. And here's how that operates. It's, it's before you take any action, you stop and go, what do I want to receive? And that answer should not be a verb. It's not an action. <clears throat> and I would avoid nouns. It would be an experience you want to have or a feeling. So I'll give you some examples. <clears throat> I've been sharing with people some of the ways that I've been using this as a hack to try and try and change the, the outcome. I was in the grocery store and there was a woman next to me in self-checkout and her and her small child were right next to me and super cute, like really cute. And I was like, I'm going to tell them they're cute. And then I was like, hang on, wait, what do you want to receive? And I, and I thought I want to receive innocent, honest connection because with COVID and the mask wearing and all that, that we've been through, people don't look each other in the eye anymore. And my heart hurts about that. And so I stopped for a second. And right then, when I had that intention of what I want to receive, that mother's Pringles can leapt out of her card and fell on the ground right at my feet. <clears throat> and I was like, uh oh, and I picked up the can. I go, here you go. And we had a very innocent exchange and a connection. Had I just acted from my ego and went, you guys are so cute, I probably would have invaded their space and their boundaries and their sense of safety. And that's not cool because I stopped for a second. <clears throat> what do I want to receive? It changed the action and the outcome. Another one happened, that was like a three or four days ago. Another one in the grocery store, <laughs> again. <clears throat> I went to go get milk and 
in the refrigerated cases, there was nearly no milk, empty shelves. And I was uh, irritated by that. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I felt react. I felt reactionary, I did, a little bit. And I was like, what do you want to receive? And at first I was like, some fucking milk. <laughs> and, then, and then I paused and I was like, I want to receive peace, uh, calm, and honestly, love. And I, I swear to God, I swear to God, the next second, a little old lady shuffled up next to me, right next to my shoulder. And she said, did the cow stop producing milk? <laughs> and I was like, I laughed out loud. And she said, I mean, did they go on strike? And I was like, my God, it worked again. I just fell in love with this woman. Wow. And I was not irritated about the milk at all. I was calm. I felt at peace. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's stop. What do you want to receive? Another example. Um, let's say, and this, this is not true. I'm just making something up. Let's say I want a car. Wait, hang on a second. What do you actually want to receive? Set aside the noun. What do you want to receive? Um, freedom. Okay. Maybe it's not a car. It's a camper. See what I'm saying? It changes the outcome. <clears throat> this is something that is a skill to be honed. And I'm telling you, we're going to need it. We're going to need it. There will be um, energetic frequencies around shadow and conflict. Energetic frequencies around shadow and conflict that could be very convincing to fall into. And that's not what you want to receive. What do I want to receive? <clears throat> Peace. Okay, then turn off the news. Right? I, I'm going to, without breaking confidentiality, I want to share with you something a client just shared with me. Um, she was uh, very stressed about thinking about all of the implications of what could go wrong in the world. And it really got her worked up. And she stopped and <clears throat> she said, this is not, this is not good. This is not good. You need to go for a walk. She took a shower and she went for a walk. And she, and then, and then right after that, her son said to her, there is no reason to be worked up about this because we couldn't do anything about it anyway. And she's like, huh? Yeah, that. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's stopping, um, unintentional masculine ego-based action that has no direction to go and setting the intention of what you want to receive. First, <clears throat> that leads us to the new moon in Aries. I was born with Mars in Aries and also Chiron. <clears throat> and here's something that I know about um, action leading first. It will get you into trouble. Wow. I mean, I dated someone one time and he's, he's known me a long time. He's known me since I was a teenager. And there was one time when we were talking about life or whatever. 
He's like, God, Susan, you've been punched in the face more than I have. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> uh, I've done all kinds of stuff. I have wrecked every car I've ever driven. Um, I have jumped out of an airplane and I jumped out of an airplane right after the people who were running the place just stopped with the safety video halfway through because oh, this is a waste of time. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And then within a month after me jumping out of that airplane, like three people died at, from the same location because the parachutes didn't work. And I was like, wow, that was, that was really close. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff where, where my action, I'm just like bouncing my action out there and just, I don't know, see what happens. <clears throat> and I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I, it brings intentions that I did not, it, no, it brings outcomes that I, did not, that I did not intend. There was no intention. And um, I have really felt it in relationships too. When my ego gets bent out of shape and 100% of the time, what's underneath it is fear, okay? I don't enjoy saying that, but it's true. When my ego gets worked up out of fear, then I, I, I get reactionary. Let me rephrase that. In the past, when my ego has gotten worked up out of fear, I have been reactionary. I say in the past because since mid-November, through Venus's retrograde cycle and traveling with Mars, I have been working on this with deep concentration. I mean, I'm saturated in it. In everything that I do, what do you want to receive? In everything that I do, is this worth it? In everything that I do, are you acting out of fear right now? If you're afraid, halt. Don't take another step forward. Because I don't like that. I don't like having my ego lead out of fear. I don't like it. It's not just like, <clears throat> you know, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing because I actually like doing things that I shouldn't be doing because I have Jupiter and Aquarius. <laughs> I like going my own way. I don't like being told what to do. I'm saying that there's, there's, there is an incentive to getting that ego, the masculine, to take the direction of the feminine on what you actually want to receive because things turn out infinitely better, a lot better. And so one of the things about this new moon with Mercury on one side and Chiron on the other is understanding that that needs to happen and then also forgiving it. Like <clears throat> if I, in my contemplation of the masculine were to say to myself, I can't believe you fucking did that shit. I can't believe it. What is wrong with you? If I did that, I'm being mean. That is my offended ego beating me up it's not right nor fair the feminine in the in in the moment of thinking about how to use the divine masculine for good the inner masculine for good inner masculine for good is protection of the vulnerability and standing in the name of things that are important in my contemplation of that because when you know better you do better and therefore it's okay I don't approve of how I've been 
reckless with my energy in the past. I'm not saying that I condone it or it's wonderful. I'm not proud of it. I don't like it at all. And I'm changing it. But the fact that I'm aware and therefore changing and doing better, that in and of itself makes it okay. It's okay. It's all right. We're just going to do better. And we're going to keep doing it better again and again and again. And so I, I think it's really important that if all of what I'm saying makes sense to you, if this resonates, you get really good at in everything that you do, what do you want to receive? What do you really want to receive? It will be an experience or an emotion and let either reality dictate what's happen- what happens next or let your actions back up what you actually want to receive. In a few days, so on the when we get to the fifth, Venus will will leave Aquarius and go into Pisces. And on that day, Mars will still be in conjunction with Saturn. That's at 22, 22 degrees. The nodes, North Node, in Taurus, South Node, and Scorpio are going to go to 22. Jupiter will be at 22. 22, If that sounds like a lot of 22s, you'd be right. It is. (laughs) 22 is the highest Uranian degree. And it is weird, super weird. Saturn is already at 22. And I can, I'll tell you right now that I can feel it. I feel like whenever I have been in deep, deep conversations with people who are, we're, we're talking through this like paradigm shift stuff together. And when we hit upon something that looks like it's, like it's, uh, it's revealing or we figure something out or we have an epiphany or when you go, oh my God, I think that just shifted me. In the last couple of days, when that has been happening, I have full on vertigo. I'm like, God, this is really weird. And we haven't even gotten to Jupiter at 22 and the nodes at 22. The nodes at 22 are going to hold for a a long stretch. So the the nodes usually take like a, I don't know, a couple of weeks, around a couple of weeks to change degrees. The nodes are going to be at 22 for like a couple months. I think it might be, I think it's, I think it might be two and a half months. So it's going to, it's going to, it's going to keep holding. It's going to keep holding into the eclipse season. And the eclipses are going to be between Scorpio and Taurus. So it's going to get weird. And what we want to do. If you're in, if you're interested in changing to a different paradigm, a different frequency, okay, it's going to, it feels like, it feels like interdimensional. It's really weird. And it just got started. Okay. If you're interested in that, not everybody is, it's okay. Free will is at play. Then it's using the formula of what do you want to receive and let 3D catch up to that and or take action that supports it. You just keep doing it again and again and again and again. And then when something bizarre happens, like I just fell in love with that woman about like, did they, did they stop making milk? Like, oh my God, it just got all the way into my heart. When something like that happens, then you go ahead and receive it. You go, oh, wow, thank you. And then you do it again. And <clears throat> when something arrives or you have an understanding or you have an opportunity <clears throat> or um, because Jupiter's on its way to crossing Neptune. If 
if uh, bridges can be built, if forgiveness is on offer, if amends can be made, if you can bring the healing bomb to any kind of connection within boundaries, okay? Like, um, l- l- let me tell you as a side note, um, I had um, a dream about um, a family member <clears throat> who I haven't talked to in a long time and I do not want to talk to. And a friend of mine gave me the direction of, if, even if I don't want to talk to that person, I can at least heal the energy of it. Okay, so I mentioned that because I am not at all suggesting that anyone reopen abusive, painful connections to see if you can fix them. I want to be very clear about that. Do not do that. But if, if during the Venus retrograde cycle, so that's mid-November, <clears throat> and then pulling off of Saturn a few days ago, if during that, ti- during that time, I'm, te- I'm telling you that the masculine and the feminine have not been working well together. They haven't. And, and going through Aquarius, like friendships have taken a toll, connections have been fractured, not understanding one another, not knowing where everybody's coming from, what is going on with you about a lot of things. And so... <clears throat> When we're coming out of that and we can heal it, then you can then take that opportunity because there's just going to be so much shadow and unpredictability going on. We need to find relief and connection and conscious intention wherever we can find it, wherever we can. And <clears throat> that's the healing part of Pisces. It's the it's the Aries energy about getting on board with having our divine masculine at play and not toxic ego. It is the activity in Aquarius where, I mean, we're going to be in Aquarius for the foreseeable future when you factor in Pluto. Um, that is, we find ourselves, we find each other. I've been talking about we find ourselves, we find each other for, I mean, since Jupiter and, and Saturn had their great conjunction at zero degrees at the end of 2020. <clears throat> and and that and that that sounds like it makes sense. We find ourselves, we find each other, but now we have to actually do it. And actually doing it means change your frequency. And you have the formula now. What do you want to receive? Taking action second. And then once you do that, once you start living in a different way, you live at a different frequency, you approach your experiences different. You have mercy and forgiveness for yourself and for others. You come from a state of balance and harmony and flow. <clears throat> Once you do that, your experiences are going to change. And so it's, you know, it's a, it's a hack. We're hacking the energy that we live in. And then once you do that, once you're a different version of yourself, then you're going to start finding your connections to other people <clears throat> are different too. We find ourselves, we find each other. So. Um, the instruction at the moment is to have mercy and forgiveness on how we've used action and fear-based ego in ways that have gotten us results that we don't want to let the feminine lead on what you actually want to receive. And that will be an experience or a feeling, and then have what you do next support that. That's your instruction at the same time when life is going to start feeling very fucking strange. And um, that's just get used to it. That's, that's where we live now. If you're going to go into the unknown, 
and going to discovery. It feels like something you've never seen before. And guess what? You're here for it. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.